Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3CDigitalMediaNetwork.com. On this episode of the Act to Live podcast, we are talking with Heather Jensen, owner, operator of Therapy marketing um solutions to talk about imposter syndrome so come on let's take a walk we said we're breathless this time we'll find a way in dreams we walk through bolted doors fight die and live for you Hello, Jamie. Hello, we are back. It's been a little bit of time. We had some things happening, camps and sicknesses, but we are back. And this is going to be a really, really cool episode or possibly two episodes or possibly a year long conversation with (laughs) Heather. Who knows? It could get crazy, but um, we are back here. How you doing? I'm good. I am happy that we're back and really excited to have a really interesting conversation with Heather. So it's going to be a great episode for sure. Oh, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Now, Heather is here. Heather um, Jensen. Um, and like she's an expert on this imposter syndrome. Um, and I... I want to first have her just explain who she is, her like family, possibly whatever. Um, And here she is, Heather Jensen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Scott and Jamie. I don't know if I would consider myself an expert, but it's definitely um, imposter syndrome has been something that I've spent a lot of time learning about and researching about. Um, And really, like most people, they find an interest in something because they themselves, um, you know, resonate with it. And so that's kind of how my journey started is that, you know, I struggled with a lot of imposter syndrome. And so needed, you know, started to research and find out and find techniques and things like that. That would help me in my business, in my life, in whatever areas. Um, So yeah, so just a little bit about me is uh, I work in marketing. uh, Specifically, uh, I own Therapy Marketing Solutions, which is a business that helps uh, therapy-based clinics to market their businesses. Um, and before I, um, I was a stay-at-home mom for many years and, um, you know, had my education and things like that. But when I went back to working, I really struggled with imposter syndrome. Um, I, I felt like, well, who am I to recommend myself? You know, I've been changing diapers or, or whatever, you know, um, what's to recommend me to say that I can help your clinic, that I can help your business grow. Um, and like, I know that we had talked about it at one point in time, but the first time I remember getting on a discovery call with someone to learn about their business. I mean, I literally was pouring sweat (laughs) and probably um, struggled with communicating properly. And um, it was, it was scary. It was absolutely scary for me. 
And um, through going through and working with clients and things like that, obviously that became more comfortable. um, uh, And just like I said, learning techniques on, on how to overcome imposter syndrome. I think all of us um, experience imposter syndrome at one point in our, in our lives, uh, maybe even daily in our lives. It really, uh, you know, I think we all go through it. And so having those, those, uh, techniques and skills and things like that to overcome and to recognize it, um, is helpful. Absolutely. You had, um, talked about having a like family and kind of then kind of exploring this after you know having kids well you have kids um and several of them um you know and 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 that's fantastic by the way um so what was your um transition you know from you know having kids and being home and then you know like starting to venture out again into like you know working and like balancing kids and work and home and and the family and how imposter like like syndrome kind of possibly crept in there yeah so i think one thing to to mention also is that um i have always been a somewhat shy person um, a lot of people would not see that at all right now. Um, I had actually, my mother-in-law was like, I'd never consider you shy. Hmm. Um, but new experiences, new, you know, speaking in groups, speaking on a podcast, those kinds of things, um, were really, really intimidating for me. Uh, and so, you know, I mean, even in high school, it was difficult for me to, I I've told my kids this story so many times because I want them to learn from it. Um, you know, I remember that it was homecoming week and we were creating a float and, um, and after school. And I, I was too scared to go because I'm like putting myself out there was really, really frightening for me. Um, I am very much an extrovert with people who know me, but I think I'm an introverted extrovert if that's, and so, you know, new, new things are always very frightening and things like that. So, um, it was difficult for me to put myself out there. And, um, but I tell my children that at least for me being shy or scared has never, ever gotten me anything I've ever wanted in my life. Mm. So it has never uh. led me to accomplish any goals that I've wanted, um, So, so that's something, you know, aside from the imposter syndrome, that's something that I've had to, to kind of overcome as well is to, to say, you know what, why is this so scary? And why, why, you know, what's the worst that can happen? That's what I ask myself all the time. If (laughs) if something is scary or challenging or whatever, what's the worst that can happen? I'm like, oh, well, you know, am I going to see this person again? Maybe not. Am I, you know, so, um, things like that, some self-talk are, are very important, um, and the things that I tell myself are um, important in helping with that. But um, kind of the transition from uh, stay-at-home mom to uh, to working is I actually, I went back to school um, and then uh, received a degree in web design and development. Uh, from there, I 
started working, you know, with other, with businesses, um, working for businesses and, you know, really, uh, was lucky to align myself with businesses that the owner kind of took me under their wing and helped me to figure out how, you know, I mean, like loved, like pick my brain, how to run a business because they knew that I at one, at some point in time wanted to be a business owner. And so it was, um, I was lucky to have those opportunities to learn firsthand from owners and things like that, how they run a business, how they run a team, um, how they were themselves marketing but pretty quickly, um, pretty early on in that uh, experience as a web designer, uh, I realized that, um, and I'm giving this little background story to to illustrate how I, you know, kind of moved into marketing and things like that, is that I realized that a lot of uh, businesses, you would be like, hey, just send me over as a web designer. You say, hey, send me over your images, send me over your content, and then I'm going to create a, you know, a website. Um and then it'd be like deer in headlights, like oh, I'm supposed to have content. What am I supposed to put on a website? Like, and that led to um, some exploring, like, well, what are people supposed to be putting on a website? What are people supposed to be saying about their business? Um, so that's how I made the transition from uh, just doing web design work to uh, full suite agency, where we work together with you know the business and we partner with them to, you know, really, um, to grow their business. Um, so, so yeah, so I, I think for me, it's just, I've just been extraordinarily lucky to meet the right people and to have the right opportunities and to hear the right things. Um, you know, I've always been very open to having coaches. Uh, I've had a couple of business coaches that have helped with, uh, helping to explore imposter syndrome and how imposter syndrome affects me as a business owner and trying new things. Um, and that's and that's where I really see this all come together is that uh, often businesses are are afraid, business owners are afraid to try new things because they say, well, I can't do that. Well, no, my business can do that or whatever. And and that holds their business back and really holds themselves back because um, as business owners, as we grow, our businesses grow. It's a, it's a really intriguing idea that the more we grow and develop ourselves, the better business uh, we will have and run and um, you know manage. And people too. I mean, yeah. And the more that we grow as as people, the better we will end up being because it's the it is the best version of ourselves. And I I love how you said I haven't really, you know, fear and being shy have not helped me accomplish anything, you know, you know, and I I love that I have I haven't ever like thought of things in that way before, but having fears and being shy, you're not going to act and, and move. You're just like, like still, um, mm-hmm. and stagnant. Um, so we haven't really defined imposter like syndrome yet. So you let's read take my a, mind, Scott, I was yeah, just going to say, uh, 
we've been talking about it here, but maybe helping everyone to really understand, like, we kind of know what it is, right? We probably felt felt it at some point, but what exactly is it? <laughs> yes. So Heather, like, yeah. what is it? <laughs> yeah. So um, I actually, my son was asking, I was telling him in preparation for today, I said, oh, I'm going to be on a podcast, you know, guess. He's like, what's imposter syndrome? And it's really the belief that um, you are a fake, that you are a fraud, um, you know, that, oh, I can't do this because I am not qualified enough for this, or, um, you know, my resume is not in the right place or whatever. Um, it's, it's really what we tell ourselves to stop us from doing whatever scares us. That's what I would say in the, in the true essence, the, the foundation, the core of it all. Um, and so it's an internal battle that we all kind of go through. Uh, where we doubt our abilities, our skills, or even our competency. Wow. That's a, that's a powerful image kind of of that internal battle. I think we talk a lot about how our thoughts can have so much power over our actions moving forward. And so as you're saying that, I'm kind of imagining, you know, wanting to do something and this battle in my mind about it. And then maybe not taking that step or that step looking different because of that struggle. Yeah, I agree. I, I literally have felt myself having an internal battle in my head before, like, like where it was like, no, yes, no, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this. Yes, you can. <laughs> That's uh, it. And I, again, I, I think probably almost everyone can um, relate to this too about something, mm -hmm. you know, um, school, a job, dating, whatever it is, um, you know, like not feeling as if you are um, competent enough or having that like um, confidence and feeling as if, well, I'm, a fake. It's like, oh, hmm. Now, kind of um, 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 feeding off of that, Heather, um, are there different kinds of imposters? Yeah. Yeah. So they've actually decided, or, you know, this is not for me. I did not. But in, again, in doing research, um, they've kind of broken it down into five different areas of imposters. Uh, there's the perfectionist, um, that believes that if, unless it's absolutely perfect, that it's not enough, it's not good enough. It could mm. be done better. Uh, there's the expert, uh, that, that feels like they have to know everything. And if they don't know everything, then they, then they don't know anything kind of it's, it's a, you know, all or nothing with yeah. almost all of these, um, so there's the natural genius, which is another area. Um, they feel like a fraud because, you know, maybe they don't believe that they have a natural ability or that they, you know, that they're, they're naturally intelligent enough or that they, you know, if they were an athlete, that they don't have this natural ability to run, jump, whatever, hit the ball, whatever it is. Um, the soloist who, you know, um, 
who struggles with asking for help and things like that. Um, it, it, and for them, it's theirs is more like if someone is helps me complete this goal, then I didn't do it myself. Mm. Um, so it's a, it, again, a lot, so many of these are all or nothing. It's like, and life is not black or white. Like there's so many shades, beautiful shades in between and all around. And, um, so, you know, as, having someone help you, having someone guide you is not a weakness at all. Um, and then there's the super person, uh, that they believe that they have to be the hardest worker. They have to reach the highest levels of achievement or else they are not uh, good enough. Wow. Oh, so, and your, um, point about all of these are like all, or I'm like zero, you know, where I, and, and that's such a, a human thing to do, isn't it? It's like, I'm either great or I stink. It's like, well, no, you are probably have all of these different skills, right? That, you know, that, 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 you know, you would fall somewhere in between like zero and a trillion, you know, like <laughs> somewhere in, in that range, you know, like the, the, um, joke about, you know, um, um, what do you call the, like the person who like, um, graduated last in their, um, class from like med school, a doctor, you know, it's still <laughs> yeah. a doctor yeah. and there's uh, thousands of them who are at, who have different skills. And yet, you know, the, you know, so all of them are competent, obviously, because they all like had the same type schooling and and took tests and boards and stuff like that, you know, but it's a a human thing to think I have to be the best. And it's like, okay, well, you know, there's only one best in any thing, anything, any sport, any activity, any only one. And even then it's like, well, I think like he's the best and she's the best. It's like, okay. It, it's still argued about who, who the best is. So it really does not, matter it's just how, how do you be the best version of you you know right. and keep yeah. evolving so um if you had to choose and i'll ask like all of us what kind of imposter like tends to creep into you either the like expert and soloist perfectionist the natural um genius or the uh, uh, super person um who do you think it is for yeah that's a hard one because i feel like 
I feel like for me at different times, I, I resonate with different ones, um, or, or different areas of my life too. Um, you know, I might feel like as, as a mom that I have to be that super person or as a, you know, or the soloist or whatever, or as, you know, as a business owner, especially a marketing, uh, expert, someone who's helping other people that I need to feel like that expert. Um, so I, I think I resonate a little bit more with those, those couple of ones, uh, the big secret is, is that none of us can be everything all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sitting here going, all of these, all the time? No. <laughs> I feel like is where my mindset is. And like, it's making me think as you were defining, you know, the different types of imposters. I was like, yep, yep. Oh, yep. Been there, been there. And it just kind of made me think, like, who are we comparing ourselves to? You know, like if I imagine like, who's that perfect person? I don't know who that perfect person is. I don't know who said somebody is perfect. And yet I'm still trying to get there. But what am I chasing? Because I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. And the big secret is they don't exist. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> and yet we expect ourselves at times to be that person that we know doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an excellent point too, that, you know, what are we trying to get right. to? Like, like, what's our end game if that doesn't exist? Will we ever say like, got it, check? I don't, know. I don't think uh, so. I mean, Scott I'm might. Perfect. Right. I'm perfect. Yeah. I can stop. <laughs> Scott might be there already, um, but for the rest of us, some of us are are close. I'm not saying we'll ever get there, but we are close. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, comparison is the thief of joy, right? Mm -hmm. So, hence the name of of our podcast today um, is that we tend to compare ourselves to. What's crazy is that we're not only comparing ourselves to others, but we're comparing ourselves to what we think others are. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. To what we believe they are. Right. And they are possibly <laughs> not even that in any way. Because, like, what do they think about themselves? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's that's <laughs> really interesting, too, is it's all based on our own thoughts that are probably not accurate. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> I mean, it's the idea of those shoulds though. Like how uh, often do we say like, I should do this. I should th do this. I should be this. And then really stopping for a minute and saying like, says who? Usually it's us, <laughs> right? Saying that about ourselves and, and not anyone else putting that pressure or those expectations on us. Yes. Yes. So Heather, um, what are some challenges that imposter syndrome um, might kind of present us? How do we know it's hitting us? How do you know, is it a feeling? Is it like, you know, like a thought? Is it something physical? Yeah. 
all of the above. Um, I think that, you know, in the beginning when I used to, when I first started to recognize it, it, it kind of, you know, showed itself as physical symptoms, but now that I can recognize it a little bit earlier, um, I see it a lot more in my, you know, thought process first. And then I'm like, wait a second, I know what you are. Um, <laughs> Show yourself. <laughs> Show yourself. Stop right here. Right. Um, so, but physically, I mean, like I said, like that experience of, you know, being on a discovery call, those first couple discovery calls that I'm literally perspiring and, um, you know, can't string together words and things like that. Um, shaking, nervous, sweating, stammering, avoiding, um, you know, it can affect our sleep, uh, you know, butterflies in our stomach, just all of those, it can, it can affect every part of our body. Um, that's the amazing thing about our, our minds is we can wreak so much havoc on our physical body by the things that are going on in our, you know, in our brain. Um, and that's why I say that, you know, now that I can recognize it a little bit earlier, I have very much realized that it is, it starts in my head and then works its way into everything else. Um, From an emotional standpoint, uh, not only are we worried about failure and anxious and sad and depressed and maybe act like not unkind, you know, because we are not feeling right and so we, you know, are then pushing that onto others as well. Um, but again, you know, those little thoughts that creep into our head is where it all starts. And so when we have those little thoughts, that's when I'm like, stop, wait, I know you, I recognize you. And get out. <laughs> You're not welcome here. Please yeah. leave. <laughs> no. And it's, and it's, it's those un helpful thoughts too, you know, and they're not, you know, in act terms, um, and they're not really like workable either, you know, cause mm-hmm. they, um, just keep you, um, down even more and they will feed into other fears, hesitations mm-hmm. and just, it, and and then like expand on those. And that's not yeah. healthy either. Yeah. Totally it's amazing healthy. how one thought can exponentially increase to a million thoughts of, you know, I'm not good enough or whatever, how one little area. Um, and often for me, I find that when it does start, it's because something happened and I had an expectation that I could have done it better or something like that. Like, um, I, I'm drawing a blank on examples, but just little things where I'm like, well, shoot, I was five minutes late. I could have been better. Mm-hmm. You know, just something like that can literally create a domino effect, which is crazy because you're five minutes late. Everyone's five minutes late sometimes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or even thinking, you know, you talked about businesses, you know, even if thinking, okay, day one, I'm open my business and I should be ready to go or everyone's going to call me or whatnot. And then that doesn't happen on day one. 
which makes sense. And it's just, it can spiral so quickly, right? We have these expectations Mm -hmm. that sometimes I think we don't even realize we have until something doesn't meet that. And then it's like, oh, I did have some expectations, even if I told myself to have an open mind. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Why isn't my phone ringing on day one? (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's 8.05. I opened the doors at (laughs) 8. Open mind. It's it's definitely, um, I know I shared with you before a quote that I really like by Maya Angelou. I mean, who to me is is an amazing author, poet. Um, she, I mean, she was just an amazing person. And she said, I've written 11 books, but each time I think, uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I've run my game. I, I, I've run a game on everybody and they're going to find me out. Like, this is Maya Angelou. If Maya right. Angelou has imposter syndrome, <laughs> you know, who I hold in high esteem, who is an, was an amazing person, then I'm like, probably cut myself a little bit of slack. <laughs> <laughs> probably like, a lot of slack. Human too. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's such a cool um, quote too. And, and to think about, you know, everybody mm-hmm. at the end of the day, everybody is a human and we all struggle with our own stuff. Every day, all day, all night. I mean, it's our own things. And to um, compare ourselves with anybody, you know, um, it isn't fair for us or them at all, you know, and just kind of to live our own life and pace, you know, is probably where it's at. Hi, everyone. That is part one of two parts of our interview with Heather Jensen about imposter syndrome. Check out part two, and that is episode 69 on the Act to Live podcast. Thanks. See you later. If you would like to donate to the Act to Live podcast, you can find us on 3C Digital Media Network. Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3CDigitalMediaNetwork.com. Thank you for walking with us on this journey of life. Act to Live is a place where we can observe everyday life, pose questions, and facilitate conversations together. Our hope is is that by participating in this podcast and connecting with each other, we can all become the best versions of ourselves and learn from each other's stories and experiences. You can find us on acttolive.com, Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes, the Android Podcast app, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you stream your podcasts. We've also just joined Patreon and YouTube, so be sure to check those out when you have some time. Thank you for listening and sharing time with us. And as always, come on, let's take a walk together. My dear will grow.